Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We got over-unders. We're checking in. Who's right? Who's wrong? Which teams have failed us and which have done us well? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by Seat Geek. My name's Jimmy, his name is Jake. We got Trevor with the John Boy Media bat waving. That looks cool. Is that a mini bat or is that a real bat? It's a real bat. I'm still waiting for my pitch. Perspective has it looking tiny in your hands. And BBD behind the dish, over under check-in time. Now Trev's posing, he looks great. He's got his nice John Boy Media pocket tee on. How you doing, Trev? James, I'm doing great, man. I appreciate uh, the shout out for my shirt because I do love this shirt. It's watermelon colored, which is a big mm. summer color of mine. Um, I had one cup of espresso today. I wish I would have had two. Kind of sluggish. Mm. Um, but after checking the sheet and what we're going to be talking about, I got a little pep in my step. So maybe I don't need that second espresso. Um, but everything's good, man. I'm happy to talk ball with you guys this morning. Jake, how are you? Love ball. James, Trev, Davis. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I was juiced up to check in on this because the first time we checked in, it's one of those like, you know, it's surprisingly early in the season. Like a lot of, a lot of season hasn't happened yet. And then you get to the deadline and you get the actual like, oh, like, you know, if you have a team that's a little over their projection, but they traded away two tree guys, uh, you could have flip-flop season coming. And it's, just a reminder of uh, how long of a grind this season is and, and how much has changed that, uh, um, I don't know. I'm excited to dip our toe in and see uh, see what other teams we need to be watching the rest of the way to dictate our final numbers. Phillies, watching that already. Uh, a lot of teams have already like booked their ticket, it feels like. A chunk of them. And yeah. I, I think we could chew through those pretty quickly. How are you doing, Jimothy? I'm doing swell. I do like that watermelon shirt, Trev. Mm. Uh, they have the new line with the, yeah. they, they made one with uh, our team made one, a new JM shirt with the two frogs in the watermelon color. And that was almost the quickest I've bought our own merch in a while. Okay. I really like that shirt. I actually didn't buy it yet because whenever I buy it without asking Katie, she gets mad at me. So I have a cart filled. I have to ask her, do you want anything? Oh, that happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Watermelon sugar high. Yeah. No, that's What's about that song true. about? Oh, okay. So you do know. You're in. <laughs> Put that knife away. <laughs> and why don't you get some Shady Rays? After you're done yeah. shopping at the JM store, go get yourself some Shady Rays. I've got my glasses here. Jim's got his glasses there. Uh, Trev's always sunnied up in sunny California. And Shady Rays, you people spoke. And you said, hey, you know, you guys made the cool Jimmy and Jake glasses, but they don't have a discount. So Shady Rays said, fuck it. JM30. <laughs> you will get 30% off our signature shades. Mine have a slight hint of green on the shades there's a frog on there jake sucks you know that for any jake in your life these are a no-brainer joms they got some pinstripes on the back comma a breakdown and code jm30 will save you 30 percent off our custom shades or if you still want to use code talking for the others 50 percent off two plus pairs of premium polarized shades so it's a double deal 
That's kind of what we're finding out here. There's a link in the description, ShadyRays.com. Code TALKING if you want 50% off too. JM30 if you want 30% off our signature shades. Not bad, man. Not bad. Little League World Series starts today, so woo! hey I want to clear up something before we continue. Um, This is a pen. People keep thinking it's a cigarette or Mm. another form of something different. This is a pen, people. And I started putting it in my hat because I was making fun of coaches who wear it in their hat. But it's just so much fun to, like, scratch your temple. That's all I got to say. Okay. Glad you cleared that up. Otherwise, Yeah, I mean, I don't want people to think I'm, you know. This is a marker. Marker. This is a makeup brush. Makeup brush. This is a fabric pen. This is Put it ma- up there, James. This is makeup, you and this is a weed you. pen. Jake, what do you have? I'm penless. Nothing. Pen. Would you like one of mine? I'm without a pen. Uh, I think you. I think you know. You know my pick out of here for some reason. You know my pick out of those pens. The weed pen doesn't work. Still take it. <laughs> All right. Try to see what happens. I'll take a chance. <laughs> All right. Let's see what we got here. Do you want to just go over the teams that are, are basically donezo, like the Yankees? Uh, their over-under was 94 and a half. That's not mm. happening. They are going to hit the under, and Trev is going to be the lone winner there. Congrats to you, Trev. Smart. Thank you. Smart. I, I never believed in them. You guys finally caught up. Uh, I mean, we... we Wall this in L.A. might have that. changed it a little. Um, not that yeah, much, no kidding. But not that much. Any uh, any else that are significant? The Mets are also significant. We're all going to take a, a hit there. They're not hitting the over Crazy. of 91 and a half games. Crazy. The um, Reds are basically locked there over, and we all took the under on that. They need to go 2 and 40 for us to be right. Which Damn. doesn't seem like it's gonna happen. Yeah, that would be that'd be a bad stretch of Reds <laughs> baseball. <laughs> How about the A's, man? I mean, Trev, another lone winner for you. It was sixty and a half games, and they're on pace to win forty five. Yeah. No way. I don't really remember my exact thought process other than they're going to tank, tank, tank because of the Vegas deal. They sure yeah. did. And they, they sh- did. I think two that we can actually three uh, two and a half that we can all accept our roses on uh, the Baltimore Orioles uh, who they need to win three more games to hit their over and we all had that so good on us yes um, the Atlanta Braves ninety four and a half that was a big boy number we all went over on them they're on pace for one oh four one oh five tonight after they play the Yanks. Um, and then the Boston Red Sox were at 77 and a half that um, they've been solidly over 500 for a little bit that even if they have a mess spell, you'd assume their worst case is around 500, which at 77 and a half, we were all over on that. So yeah, that's pretty nice. Good job on us. Good job on us. I'm doing the worst. Just so everyone knows it right away. Any other locks? Because it is going to be interesting to talk about the teams that are flip floppy. Um, but not I really. Everything else is a little close or bona fide locks. I think the Chicago Cubs is a lock for Jake and I. It's the number was 77 and a half before the year. We had to have some luck for this thing to come to fruition because we didn't know if they were going to trade everyone or not, but they played well enough. I think this is exactly what we said, Jake, was we want them to play well enough where they didn't trade everyone away or at least made it a discussion. 
And now they are on pace for 83.75 games. They'd have to go 17 and 27 for it not to happen. I think we could lock that one in. Yeah. They're playing yeah. better ball than that. I I don't know if we mentioned the Cardinals. They're a clear under. Um, what was there? That are was we all wrong on that? Something. We were all wrong on that. Um, 88 You know what? Half. But we were right. But we were right. <laughs> in spirit. The Cardinals wrong. were wrong. Yeah. They're wrong. Oh, God. man. That's going to be a fun it's, off season. Yeah, huh? you know, that's the discussion has to be Cardinals, Mets, Padres for like who is the most disappointing. White Sox could be thrown in there, I guess. Yanks are throwing their hat in the ring. Yank, oh, yeah, Yanks. Let yeah. us play. Oh, um, my God. Let the kids let the kids watch. Padres, Mets, Cardinals, Yanks at the top four disappointed. Mount Rushmore of disappointment. I'm so. kind of going through so. here again. I mean, the pirates are uh, the pirates have disappointed me for a couple of different reasons. One, they got off to that really good start, and then they went down. O'Neill Cruz goes down. I, I would have loved the full year of him healthy and, and to see what happened there. Maybe they're adding at the deadline. I don't know, man. Yeah, I I think checking some box some more boxes just before we get to the fun ones like. Um, the Rays are projected to win 96 and their over under was 88 and a half. Like, you know, I know they've been limping a little bit, but you know, they should still get over that 88 and a half number. I we'll think. see. They got a lot of stuff going on. True. Guys going on IL restricted Dude. list. Uh, can it shake it up? They got two more injuries coming. Probably they haven't, uh, figured out yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did we, did we shout out the Nats? They're over. Oh, the Nats will be over, and that'll be a uh, that's a lone wolf for Trev there. So, um, yeah, that's the ones that you can really pencil in. That's kind of it. Um, I think there's some fun ones, and even a couple of the big boy teams that were a little. I don't want to say dragging ass a little bit. The Dodgers are now projected to be over. Last time we checked in on them, they were an under. Um, but they had their recent win streak, and the way they're on one now. It's nine games as we record this. Thirteen and one in August. That's how you change your fortune on the sheet. And I mean, for a lot of these very good teams, I think you start to rack up more wins. That I think Houston's going to turn into an interesting case. What do they need to do? So what? they are. Their over under was ninety five and a half. Right now, they're projected for ninety two. Um, oh, I think they can do that, but they're winning at a crazy rate. So they would need to finish, I think, twenty-eight and fourteen. They have three more against the Yankees, so that's three easy ones. Um, that I think that one, <laughs> that one's going to be an interesting finish. Um, let's see their schedule. Let's let's stay on the Astros okay. for a little bit, please. As we we'll we'll find some uh, non-bouncing time, I think. Um, they have Seattle, Boston, Detroit, Boston, Yankees, three at Texas Rangers, Padres, three against Oakland, three against Kansas City. Hold up. They got six remaining against Kansas City and three against Oakland. So they have nine games against Kansas City, Oakland. They're going to hit the over. They also have the Yankees in there. Those are easy. That's 12 even if the Yankees were having a good year, I think we'd be saying that about the Yankees series. So that's 12 
bottom feeder teams basically are kind of easier teams for them to pick up, you know, go 10 and two in that stretch and you're not shocked at all. So I like the Astros over at this point, which is they're not on pace for up to this point. It's a pretty easy 28 schedule. and 14. They have to, to go. That's a pretty high clip. That's like, what is that? Like six, six, seven. Oh, oh yeah. Over the sixes. Nice math by me. In my yeah. Head. But, nice. but teams do that. That's not crazy. Um, Especially, just, like, as other teams are winding down in September. And, you know, like, the Yankees were gearing up for the postseason last September, and they played a bunch of teams that weren't, and I believe they won at a, cra- they won at a crazy clip. Um, you basically can't have a slip-up. Yes. Like, you can't have a week and a half. Yanks won up. at a 680 clip last September. A lot of the, yeah. most of the playoff teams getting all their good guys going, and that's a light schedule, so... This is out of our realm for this show, but I'm just curious. I clicked on his name. Alex Bregman signed through next year. He signed a five-year, $100 million deal. It takes him through 24. Is there – does he stay? Is he is he uh, Astro his whole life? Do they, they don't really do that besides Altuve. So what do they have to do? Is it like something they discussed this offseason? Uh, do they Seems have like – right? um... Do they have any top prospects that play third base that they're excited about? Probably. Probably, right? Farm doesn't look as juicy as you'd normally expect from a Houston farm. All of their all of their farm players play four positions, three or four positions. Hmm. Wow. If you look like on Fangraph's depth chart, they're all like Crazy, <laughs> lot of positions. Zach Dezenzo, uh, mm. listed as a third base, second baseman. Their number five prospect, projected arrival twenty twenty five. Bryce Matthews, their number one prospect. Uh, he's in low A right now, but he's a shortstop. They see him fast tracking and moving somewhere in the infield. I don't know. I it's think something it, to keep an eye on. I, I'm I'm not really into the contract stuff with Breggy, but. I'm curious because, you know, they've let guys walk before. I mean, a bunch of guys. Springer's walked, Cole walked, Correa yeah. walked. Yeah. They got a lot of they're kids. Not, they're not in the business of that. Their third their third prospect in the org is also a shortstop. So they got infielders they like, but they might be a little further away than that Bregman timeline. I th- I think interesting. I think Bregman if I had to guess if if you had to pick between Bregman or Tucker, I think they lock up Bregman. Um I, I think they I think they could agree on a contract easier. I've been big on the Kyle Tucker's going to break the bank at some point that I, I think Houston would dip out where I think Breggy's about Houston. He's got his salsa, so I don't Bregman's know. Bregman's going to want a pretty big deal, right? Not going to be small, but yeah. I, I think they came out. I would imagine they came out and said, uh, sorry, they came out and said that they want Tucker to be an Astro for life. Click wow. came out and said that, so that's in – We'll see, because that is that is going to be a massive deal. The guy's an absolute animal. Bregman, on the other hand, I mean, I don't know. Like, he is making 20 mil a year this year. So, are you going to pay? Is this guy going to get paid 25 mil a year going forward? Is he going to be, you know, like, Astros don't do that. Turns into years, right? It'll be interesting. Go, Houston, go. We're all on the over, right? Yes. Well, are, were we all on the over back then? I would guess we were. 
Yes. yes. Yeah, and I would believe in them. The other team that's flipped since we last mentioned, and we shouldn't spend as much time on them, but are the Tigers. They were on pace mm. for the under. They're now on pace for the over. The Tigers are an interesting uh, team where they beat their own division pretty soundly. They yes, have they own the Central. Yeah, they have a 21-14 and 14 record against the Central. They have a 5-20 and 20 record against the East. So I think you just go look at how many games they have against the East. They got four against the Yankees. Or, whoa, shit. Have we not played the Tigers yet this year, the Yankees? We have seven I don't think so. remaining. Yeah. Let us get They're it. They're a feisty bunch. You know, like there's some guys out there playing ball. Like if Torkelson gets hot, he's, his overall numbers are just still not great, but he's got a really good swing. Kind of looks like he's he's feeling himself as of late. I think he hit a homer last night. Um, Miggy goes into target field. Just one last time, Miggy. Hits an absolute bomb off mm. of Bailey over. He's still doing it, man. And Ooh. they gave him such a silly gift. They, they gave do? him like a fishing rod and a tackle box and like a floppy hat. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that did not make it on the plane back. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stayed in the clubhouse. Gifted. Do you find that goodwill? The Angels are doing you well, Jake. They were on pace for the over. Last we checked in, they're now on pace for the under. Um, Nevin's yelling at them in the dugout. Otani's got uh, watery eyes welling up. It's uh, sad scenes in L.A. Yeah, I, uh, I'm... <laughs> I made my stance pretty firm on the Halos before the season. I'm not going to believe in them until I get proven wrong. Yeah. Um, and it looked for a while like I'd be proven wrong. It and is, we'll still see. It's, it's still uh, tight. It's a bit of a bummer um, because it's, it's bummer. like, um, I don't know. It's kind of like you had the troops were rallied. The morale was high. The mar- Say it in an old-timey voice uh, a little bit. The troops rally. No, that was British. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking of British. I was thinking of British. Who does the schmooze? Yeah, the troops rallied. No, that's worse. Winston that, that Churchill. Was, I kind of like that though. Yeah, yeah. I have it. I have it as Churchill. The troops are rallied. Uh, morale is uh, high. We will be marching, and then they just march to death. <laughs> like they take like they're like they're like so they're like fuck yeah let's go for it we got good leadership Woo! we're a winner we're doing it and then like ah! the first major crossroads they <laughs> turn and they, they look to like the their like, lieutenant and, and whatever and they're like which way and they're like oh shit and he's fumbling for the map and like oh my god we thought you had this planned so their their morale's low. We're surrounded on every side. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. tough, man. Otani, go get him. Um, let's see. This team flip flopped as well. The Dodgers talked about them. Um, Brewers and Twins were both the under last time, and now they're both looking at the over. Trev, mm-hmm. your Twinkies, you excited? It it depends on what they do. Uh, oh. They got a couple of kids they have to play, and like it's been this conversation all season long. Like, are you going to play Kepler? Are you going to play Gallo? Or are you going to play some of these younger left-handed bats? And Walner hits a grand slam yesterday. He's it's a big boy who's raked at every single level. Like, I think he's got to continue to play. Um, but they got. It's like they have too many players, but it's not like they have like. I don't know. There's people blocking them that maybe shouldn't have been there, but like Max has been okay lately too. So they have a, a bunch of things going on, but they're going to cruise to the central because the guardians, and I keep saying this and guardians fans hate it, but they, they, they gave up on the season, dude. Ooh. There's nobody trying to win the central except for the twins. 
So yeah, I don't know man. if that means they're going <laughs> to continue to go for their over or if they're just going to cruise into the playoffs. I have no idea. They, according to strength of schedule, they have an easy remaining schedule. They've had one of the more harder ones. They haven't played any teams in the West yet, kind of. But they do have a lot of central left on their schedule. Trev, if they don't finish West. over that 81 and a half, you're out. I, I want them to be right around it because <laughs> I'm going to be there in the last on the last three days oh, wow. of the season. I want to pop champagne. I want to be sprayed with champagne. <laughs> but I kind of want them to keep the division close until I get there in Colorado. <laughs> Need to be working that set. It's a, it's, it's a fine line I'm, I'm riding on here. I'm rooting for you. Thanks. And the guys will appreciate that rooting interest by you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep it close, Guardians. Matt Walner, made to be a twin. Yeah, Minnesota guy. They love Rakes. him there already. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he's from Minnesota, but I also knew. <laughs> yeah, he did. The Minnesota Moose. I already nicknamed him. It's going to catch him up. I just, give, I just give everyone nicknames. They don't even want them. It's great. Hey, we didn't mention the Marlins here because we all yeah, took the over there. Over. That was 72 and a half. I think that's going to hit. Right now they're on pace for... 85. Good on us. Did you guys wins. did you guys read that uh Loria article? I did not. Oh, he's got not. a he's got a book coming out, so he wrote an article, kind of like um really honest, uh, candid article about his feelings on some stuff that they I'm sure the book has way more, but they go into kind of really interesting stuff about the market for the Marlins. He still watches games. He was very mad at Jeter for what he did when he came in and um fired all the scouts. And took down the art. He's very mad at him for taking down the art, uh, the fish tank pine on plate, and the art, the home run statue. Like really upset about it. And there was a really funny tidbit of Mark Burley called him pissed to shit when he got traded to Toronto because pit bulls are not allowed yeah, in Toronto, that. and he couldn't bring his dogs with him. And it's such an interesting aside that I you never would think of that go like. You know, it's always nice when us common folk get reminded mm. that these are lives that are being uprooted. Um, and that's just a bizarre instance that I, I didn't think of. I 100% remember when that was going on. So, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of mad at Jeets for taking away at least the uh, aquarium behind home plate. You can take the statue was, you know, however you feel about the statue, whatever. The I think universally that was like the fish tank behind yeah. home plate. I don't know. Why do you got to do that, Jeets? Yeah, that one I didn't know happened. That w that is awesome. I don't know why that was. Stadium should be covered in fish. Yes. <laughs> whoever whoever said to bring back the old pinstripe unis, that person's smart as hell. Those are so cool. Yeah. yeah. They're like they should be their everyday home uni. I don't know if they are right now. Same but. with the Diamondbacks. Man. Mixing them in. Which the, ones? The purple with the stripes. Yeah, I don't like the vest Diamondbacks. Yeah, that's fine. But I like. The I think we need more future uniforms. We are we're too many throwbacks now. Let's go into the future with some shot, like you know, some different materials. You know what I want to make sure gets brought the up cuts? every now and then when they did Players Weekend and they dressed all the teams like painters. <laughs> that yeah. has been forgotten, and it needs to be on like MLB's weirdest decisions lists every year. Just black and white. Players weekend. weekends to celebrate the players, but they dressed them in all black and all white and voided them of any personality possible. Yeah. And Couldn't guess what? Players weekend things. isn't a thing anymore. 
Yeah, why is that? Take that point. Because they had no idea what they were doing. Like that, I would like a a two-minute documentary just interviewing the person on why they chose to dress them in all white and all black and void personality on a personality promotion day. Very interesting to hear the thought process. It was always silly, though. Like, hey, what's your nickname? Let's put it on the back of your jersey. I'm like, oh, what? Sludge. That's Moylan's. But yes, <laughs> it is silly. The nickname's Players Weekend, whatever. Just that decision yeah. to have those jerseys was so do, gross. If you're doing it, that's not the way to do it. The City Connect is actually cool. People like that. The painter's outfits were bad. James, did you see my tweet last night about Gabe Kapler and his... like? That is not a manager's uniform awesome. he's wearing. What's what's going on? No, I didn't. Um, Gabe, we were streaming all night. Without saying what he's actually wearing, Gabe Kapler wore like a <laughs> JV football team gym outfit to be manager last night. And it's just, it's electric, man. And I, I misspoke because I said there's only one guy, only one manager in the show that could pull this look off. I think Phil Nevin can pull it off too, and I think he might actually <laughs> yeah. wear the same uniform. Boone wears Boone wears that not multicolors, but he wears a sleeveless hoodie. A lot of them wear that. The did he sleeve- did he rip le- it with his bare hands like Gabe did? No, I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, so he oh, that's the way Boone does it. it. When Boone, when when Ke- uh, Kyle texted us, Gabe's other assistant coach who looks <laughs> like Gabe, we're getting into that. Yeah. Colt-esque area of like Justin yeah. Bieber's pastor where like what's Gabe okay. Kapler doing? Why are all of his assistants becoming him? I think uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Is that a saying? I mean, Kai Correa was funny because it was like uh, almost like I'm I'm wearing the same outfit. This is funny. As uh, a mini-me situation. The other... Other cat is like Gabe Kapler stunt double. <laughs> like that was ridiculous. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Colt is a, I think, is a good word for the San Francisco Giants. I do. The Hillsong Giants. They're they're culty, and it works. San Francisco, it all works. <laughs> <laughs> um. Rangers are on the over, and Trev didn't believe in them. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, I had some really bad picks. The, the Rangers. No, I'm doing the I, worst. You're doing well. But I had like some really some ones I got really wrong. Like the Rangers, I got really really wrong. And I and I people know my thought process. I just wasn't sure how all of these incredibly talented veterans would gel. What a that what a stupid take that was. Well, that's apparently what happened in uh, Queens. Yeah. Wrongly. I think I was on the. We were all on the Mets over. Yeah. No, it's no, it's impossible to get wrong, Trev. Blue Moon. Yeah, I knew it. I should have said it. You know why I drink Blue Moon? Because it's delicious. Um, makes me feel good. Little Ricky Bobby there. Why do I drink my own pee? It's <laughs> sterile, and I like the taste. Blue Moon, the Valencia orange peel. It's a difference maker. You That's get why you that. can eat it for breakfast. You can have a blue moon for breakfast because of the orange. We've got some baseball content coming that's actually similar to that. Uh, blue moon was born in the ballpark. Imagine if a player said that. It'd be your coolest player. Blue moon was born was in Coors born Field. I, born, I think the Holiday Boys Imagine were. Imagine <laughs> if tourist attractions offered that. 
Okay. Like the Eiffel Tower, Ooh, like once a year, year, it was like, hey, if you want, like, you want to be born in the Eiffel Tower, like we Million sell, bucks. we sell one spot. You you just got a induction date's got to land oh, around here. Gross. Why? I, would you pay to have your kid at Yankee Stadium if they offered one one baby a year gets born on the fucking mound? I wouldn't, but some people might. So definitely, somebody would. If I had the money, the it would, the spot would sell. If I had the type of money that the people would pay to go in that submarine that exploded, like <laughs> then I'd I'd probably have my kid born at Yankee Stadium. But go where? get yourself some Blue Moon. Get it delivered. Get dot slash baseball. Get dot slash baseball. Blue Moon made brighter. There's a link in the description there too. There's a real fun one at the end, uh, but I uh, that the the one that Jake you have a crazy prediction. I want to save that for the end. That's, that's so the I money I want to tie any loose ties up. Trev said the Mariners would win 92 uh, wins. They are currently on pace for 86, uh, but surging. But but, surging, sur- but yeah, man. so that's in play. I'm hoping for that. Uh, I'm hoping both of you guys get your exact predictions correct. You also said Padres would win the NL West. You're wrong there. Mm. Um, Trevor yes. said that. <laughs> yes. Trevor, said, Trevor that. said that. Jake, note here, you said the Cardinals have a big trade this year. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did. They did. Jack Flaherty. <laughs> they, uh, they made some moves. Jordan Hicks to Toronto. Toronto, sorry. Um, yeah, the Mariners, I think you can almost, they're on pace for 87. They're over-unders 87 and a half, but they are surging, and they have an easy schedule coming up that it, it looks like they could they could get there. We were all on the over, so I'm I'm excited for us there. The um, uh, the Blue Jays are also right around where they are supposed to be. Good job by uh, the odds makers there. Yeah. Vegas, uh, the over under was ninety one and a half. They're currently on pace for eighty nine, and that's a team that you know should be fighting till the very last day. So that could be a fun one. I'm trying to see what else. Brewers cleared. We talked about that a little bit. Royals, uh, historically under. Sneaky getting covered up by the A's in such a big way. They're on pace for 52 wins. Their over-under was 69 and a half. Unlike the A's, I don't think that was their goal. No, it wasn't. They thought this was going to be like a young, fun, punchy team. It feels like that's the second time we've had them think that and then it not work. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to bring this team up too much, but okay. I was going over some of the statistics, and we're talking about disappointments and stuff. The, have you seen like some of the statistics of the Padres players? If I just was to tell you, like, hey, Blake Snell is going to be in the Cy Young uh, race. Uh, Hassan Kim is going to lead all position players in all of baseball in WAR. Uh, like, what would you say about this freaking team? All all the guys are going to be healthy. Juan Soto is going to be back to doing Juan Soto things. You would say, okay, they are going to be in, on pace to win the NOS or at least challenge the Dodgers. They're on pace for 76 wins right now. Like, yeah. How are we wasting some of these career years? I mean, you get Hassan Kim to put up a, a six war through August, the middle of August, and this is where you're at? That's crazy to me. I still don't get it, dude. And if you ask Padres fans, they don't know either. It, it's yeah. like one-run games, extra inning games. They're 0 for an extra inning game. Yep, they're 0 for. There was a stat yesterday that came out. Uh, I'm trying to find the chart. I was reading it on the live stream yesterday. In three-run games, the Padres are awful. So they're just not winning close games. It was like yeah. um, 
if they went 500 in three run games, they got eight more wins, which kind of changed like just 500. They're so yeah. bad in close games. They, uh, hey, these are fan graphs numbers. They have the Padres as still a 21% chance to make the playoffs. If they have a hot streak, that last NL wildcard spot is going to be wide open. Um, part of me Five and a half back it. of it right now. Five and a half. Part of me is rooting for it. The teams they have to catch are all struggling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't believe, but you wish you could. Get it within three by September 1. That's my ask. But they're over under gone, gone. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Really, if you look at the standings now, most of the teams that are in the playoffs are teams that we would have picked going into the year. I feel like there's a few exceptions to that. We, I think everyone was on the Atlanta to win the NL East. Philly's, Philly's behind them, obviously far behind. I think Milwaukee... And St. Louis were the choices for the Central and the NL. Obviously, St. Louis just blew it up, but Milwaukee's there. Dodgers winning the West. I know I picked the Padres, but it's an obvious one out there. I think the West, AL West, was a little... I think Texas is kind of a surprise there, um, but Houston still could do what uh, the Dodgers did to... Or did the Dodgers catch the Giants? They didn't catch the Giants. No, the the, Met, the Braves the Bra- caught the Mets. The Braves caught the Mets. They could do that. Still to in Texas play, very easily. Still in play. And then Minnesota winning the Central—that's kind of what everyone thought. And then the East, I guess, is a little tricky. But we didn't know what was going to go on in that division. You knew the East was going to be good. Um, yeah, we didn't. We didn't know about dude, Vegas. Well, you know they—they they yeah. have money around this. Uh, they had Baltimore at 76 and a half, man. So, I mean, good on the birds for fully taking the, the jump this year. Best team in the AL. And Similar to the Padres, how you don't know how their record is, what their record is. I don't know how the Orioles record is, what their record is. Dude, best team in the AL, but also fun. Like, bringing people to the ballpark. Having fun celebrations, getting Adam Jones back, doing fun like fan stuff, keeping players around. It's not they're gonna be here. They're building around this team. It's uh, trading just enough. They're still not ready to do crazy trades. They still want to keep even more of the young guys. Um, and it's that dude. It's the dude that built the Padres that they got. What's his name? Um, the Astros, right? The Astros. Sorry, built yeah. the Astros. It's, um, I believe, an Indian name uh, that I'm blanking on right now. Orioles, exactly. No, no, no. It's, he's a behind-the-scenes dude. People don't yeah. talk about him a lot at all. But he built the Astros, and he's building the Orioles right now. Yeah, not Elias. There is another name. No, the people, find people don't talk about him a lot. Yeah. Um, we might find it. My Google search was I can, I can, I can definitely find it. Um, yeah. um, no, I, know what I would say the Orioles have? We mentioned depth a lot. Everyone's good. Sig. Yeah. Like the Orioles bench Sig, is very talented. Sig Madal. So his title is assistant general manager for Baltimore Orioles. You don't hear about this guy a lot, but he is supposedly the brains behind the entire Astros rebuild. And then the Orioles picked him up and the brains behind this. 
making like algorithms that tr- to project um, draft picks and minor leaguers and um, all that shit. He's but he doesn't get a lot of public recognition. But I've heard behind the scenes he's like a guru, dude. Yeah. Well, my team will use AI. We'll draft Cuban. We'll get a bunch of Cubans, a couple of veterans, some fast guys, and that's all you need. AIGM, when's it coming? Ooh, the first AIGM. Yeah, you just name them whatever you want to name them. You don't have to pay them anything. It's great. Wow. Hopefully soon. That's what baseball needs. <laughs> Less human touch. Ew. He started with the Cardinals in 2005. He took 22 months of data from college baseball games, ran it through an algorithm to determine the likely performance and stats baseball players would achieve. And over the next seven seasons, the Cardinals would draft more players who become big leaguers than any other organization. Also created a formula to predict the risk of injury to baseball players and contributed a section of injury probability to the Bill James handbook. God. 2012 became the director of decision sciences for the Houston Astros, where he supported recruitment decisions based on physical tests and historical player performance. They hired him to apply an analytic based decision tree on their player choices. as part of the effort to revitalize the team and address performance issues in prior seasons. Uh, he created the stout system stat and scout combined um, it was criticized for dehumanizing playing players, but after trading off some players making new recruits, the Astros farm system became ranked among the best in baseball, and they would use all that to do everything they fucking did. And then in 2015, he went to uh, um, oh, in 2015, he got in trouble for hacking. Remember that? Into another mm. system. He hacked into his old cardinal system that he yeah. built for them to try and get the algorithm back. And then he got hired by the Orioles, I believe in 2019 or 2020. But no one talks about this dude. But if you talk about people inside the walls of baseball, they say he's kind of the biggest fucking genius behind the walls right now. Okay. Let's get him on the show. Let's see. Sounds like an AI guy to me. Yeah. I got DMs. I got DMs in early 2021 about how the Orioles are going to be fucking crazy good because of this guy. I can't wait when I give my front office pitch to the Rockies to tell them I'm doing none of that. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd say, yes, that's baseball. Guts, no <laughs> nerds. <laughs> you, have, you have to hit and run with a runner on first base less than two outs <laughs> every to, time. You need a low pulse. That's what I'm looking for. Hey, Easy. that probably, that probably watch goes into the show. shit. Something, right? Low pulse can be tracked. Low pulse late. Um. Jim, I think there's really only one team we've been dancing around that I th- has the chance to be the most fun part of this exercise. Yes, and I closed my sheet by accident, but I have it back open. Jake declared that the Phillies, he, he rolled on green. He said push. Well, he said they were going to win exactly 88 games, which is the under, and they're on pace for exactly 88 games. Knock on wood. Actually, the over-under is 88 and a half, and they're on pace for 88 and a <laughs> half. and a half, which that's... Yes. I tried to hit green. Yeah. I tried to hit green. So that's pretty nutty. Uh, and, like, the, the recipe's there, right? Like, they're not going to come for the division. They obviously need to keep game, winning games. They want to be that top wild-card spot. Have they, they perfected the... Uh, we're not coming. I know um, Dombrowski, Dombrowski was like, we don't want to do that. We want to come for the division. But it seems like... 
They're a little bit like, Ooh. and then after the press, once they went, lost, after it. the press, he went, Dah. yeah. Just get us in the dance, man. Just cruise. Like, they're the best cruise mode team there. Saving, idling, saving energy, conserving. They're they're running a marathon. Trey Turner starting to go. The city loves him. Hot. What do they got? The Dodgers. Go ahead. Well, what what do the Phillies have left on their schedule? I know they're playing the Blue Jays right now. And then they have, oh, they got one, two, three, four, five, six... Shit, they finish with seven against the Mets and three Pittsburgh in between. So their last uh, 11 games are uh, Mets and Pittsburgh. That might push it. But before that, they do have seven against the Braves. Okay. Let's make those games fun. Are they even going to be able to do that? No. 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 And they don't care. Neither team cares. Neither team cares, yeah. That might be, that might sneaky be like... Uh... We, we've seen pitchers do this before they see a team twice. That might be like a Hydra Trick series. Yeah, that might be a Hydra Trick series. I agree I go, with you. Wow, I Nola threw a lot of kids. 80% curveballs. What's that about? Yeah, I like I like that. Hydra Trick. Hydra Trick. You got a trick and we're going to You know, it. You guys know how um, yep. all these teams are having innings limits and managing workloads so they're not even trying at the end of the year looking at you guards and some other teams around the league the dodgers are are, are doing that but like probably in like a real way that makes more sense like bobby miller last night pitched for them he retired i believe 18 straight to finish his yeah it took him out with 74 pitches they're like no like we're gonna limit his workload so he's still gonna pitch for you but you can limit his workload because you have you bring in Yarborough who got the last nine outs, and he can you bring in some guys like that that you can piggyback with them. And then guess what? You can keep guys pitching. It doesn't have to be hey, let's run them out there from April into July and then shut them down. There's alternate ways to do this, and of course the Dodgers are doing it the right way. It actually made me mad when they said that. I was like, why aren't other teams doing it like this? Your small sample size reminder, but uh, Ryan Yarborough, 51 innings with Kansas City, 4-2-4 ERA, uh, 10.1 innings with the Dodgers. He's given up two earned runs of 1-7-4. Oh, all their, all their guys. Kike's been great. Uh, Ahmed Rosario's been great. Lance Lynn has been great. Like A bunch of guys who you'd say, oh, okay, that's kind of a weird move. They've all come over and just performed. I love that the Dodgers are fully back to being the Dodgers. You do. Yeah. The Braves need The rotation looks good. Give me Braves and Dodgers for seven, babe. Freddie Freeman versus Matt Olson. Daughters look out. Son, why don't you wear your pants a little lower? <laughs> what? Lower. Because Freddie's so high. <laughs> Freddie wears him a little high. Oh, he's Indiana. I know he's not from Indiana, <laughs> but he looks like oh, a Hoosier. Oh, Freddie? Yes. You know what made me mad is they put yeah. out a... Uh, yeah, tell, let me tell you what made me <laughs> yeah, mad. Hell yes. Tell him why you hot. MLB put out a graphic, and it was like, no baseball way. is a worldly game. It's like, yeah, we know, dude. Like, we know. And had the OPS leaders. 
and had the flag of their country next to their OPS, mm. the OPS, and they put Freddie Freeman in Canada. Yeah. Well, he played for Team Canada. I know that. He's not from Canada. Yeah. Well, he kind of did that to himself, you know? Smart marketing. He's shunning California. Oh, that's right. You're a SoCal guy. Erasure. Anyways. Yeah, I'm with you. I get it. Anything else to tie up here? Good job, uh, Jake. You're on pace for 15 correct, leading. Uh, Trev, 14, and I am on uh, 13. All right, 11. I don't know why I said that. I'm obviously biased. Um, I think all these numbers are going to go up. I like what I'm seeing. Like, I think the Mariners are going to come back for us. Like, I think that's an easy one. I think Toronto has a chance. That would be a sweep for us. Uh, what was another one that looked good? Houston's got a really good shot. I, I think I think when we come back, I think there's going to be more points on the board. Interesting. That'd Complete cool. bias. Complete bias, but you are excited about it. Choosing to ignore any red flag. As far as betting, how many do we need to get right to be profitable? Because you have the 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 little bit of juice on that side, so we need to go more than fifty fifty. We need to go about like you need to hit like seventeen probably. I think seventeen feels like a good number. Eight seventeen yeah. or eighteen to, to be profitable. Eighteen you can half brag about. Seventeen is like you survive. So none of us are even close to that. My bankroll in DraftKings is as big as it's ever been right now because I hit big on a savvy giving up a home run yesterday, and I'm so tempted to take. All of it on a bet today. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what good gamblers do. It's usually what I do. If I get over five hundred <laughs> in my account, then I like bet like half of it on one bet, and then I lose it, and then I slow build it back up. It's not a bad cycle, honestly. Yeah, yeah. only half is better than a lot of people. I'm still that. living off like the 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 bonus bet money that you get after you sign up. I've never deposited new money in. Nice. Yeah. So I accidentally followed some gambler on Instagram. You know, when like you just, you thumb something the wrong way. You, you follow somebody. Yeah. Right. And it's this guy who like you gambles follow, four people. Start liking all his posts. <laughs> no, I, no. And then he, he hit me up. He's like, Oh my gosh, thanks for the follow. Nice. Like big fan. Oh, I'm like, you, you can't get out. And so now I can't unfollow him. Yeah. So now I just have this like, immediately kind of a strange gambling account that I'm following. <laughs> I had a pretty, I don't want to say low moment the other day, but I had a, I had a gambling account pop up that was just like exactly what you'd think. It was this guy in Vegas, and like every other picture is him just holding wads of money. Is it I'm, the same guy? I don't know. I hope so. Maybe that's why you get him onto my feed. But I was kind of like, I don't know. This guy's holding wads of money. Should I follow this guy? <laughs> and I was like, you're literally a 15-year-old boy, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me. Instead. But he's driving sick cars too. So like I if, don't know. Yeah, he rents them. <laughs> if we're talking gambling and gamble responsibly, people, right. of course, okay. like me. There was a guy on the yeah. on the early days of Twitter named Football Jesus, and my friends decided they were looking at his Twitter and said, "This guy just crushes. <laughs> this guy's our guy. Let's let's get." picks from this guy so football jesus we sent football jesus a wad of cash stuffed in 
a bunch of magazines. We sent it to some Vegas P.O. box to get picks. Football Jesus had us, he would throw, I don't know, 30 bets a day at us and, and wanted us to bet like mm. off-brand basketball yeah. at 3 in the morning. And so we just never, we got scammed out of the money. It just <laughs> Well, it I think work. it's a lot of like, very obscure sports because you don't know. So they're going to give you only tips on the sports that you don't know. We went back and ran his like record of the picks that he gave us. It was horrible. <laughs> horrible. But he got his money. But if you paid a little extra, he would have given you the better ones. Yeah. Sick of football, Jesus. <sighs> I, I'm just picturing you talking to Kyle Gibson about Football Jesus on Twitter and Gibby's like, man, is am I not listening? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, come on, chemo, what are you doing that for? Come to chapel. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I need some hits today. I'm going. Okay. I just opened my eBay account. All right. Uh, I haven't been here in a while, <laughs> and I looked at my cart, and there's something in there. It's a uh, Rochester Red Wings Trevor Plouffe bobblehead. <laughs> Mm. Yes, I plan oh. on buying. I did. I did buy like everything Trevor Plouffe off eBay at one point. It's all in my house. Um, like I have a bobblehead of you that sits behind me when I'm at home recording, and a ton of your cards. And I think I upped. I think like people must have saw the trends. Market. I think I in like put an influx in the market for Trevor Plouffe shit because now this mm. is fifteen bucks. I'm not spending. I mean, oh. you know, I still think I spent like one cent on your last one. You shorted the market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that's the show. Oh. Love you guys. See ya. Go Phillies, go. Be mediocre for Jake. Be good. Boom, boom. Phone numbers exchange. I'll text him right now. Right now. Jake sucks. Oh.